0: what's good how y'all doing Turp nation welcome to another week of testudos and touchdowns aka the dirty Turp talk Us podcast i'm here with my boy trey we're gonna break down all the good and the bad with this past week talk about what's going on in this upcoming week and just talk about how the terp's <laughs> about to be big 10 champs this year nah, So let's get right a... into it <laughs> man bro hey, how you look, feel about the game one this week? thing
1: four and feeling great Uh, first big 10 dub gotta love that first away game come in and first things first, they finally started off hot. How, like one thing we've been asking for is like, man, can y'all just start the game a little bit better? Uh, and the one thing they for sure did, they came out hot right out of the gate playing doing their thing. Um, both sides of the ball looked, looked well, especially initially. Um, so gotta love that. And uh you know, for those who tuned in last week, uh if y'all don't know b j. Cunningham from Michigan State and I had a bet uh now, obviously we four 0 they are <laughs> not, so that means that means that we won the bet now, one thing that logistically, yeah, it just I- didn't really work out uh it was a little tight for me to get their jersey for this week's podcast or get my jersey to him for this week's podcast, but just so my boy b j knows you know we got the we got the red thirty three right here. Uh, you know, we do, Hey, we do got options. I got the white too. I don't know if he, I don't know if he want to look crispy in the white, the (laughs) white was what we, we buried them boys in uh, on Saturday. So, you know, if he wants to keep with the trend, I'll send him the white one. But one of those is headed his way uh, tomorrow morning in the mail. And on next week's podcast, you know, Hey, why is BJ Cunningham from Michigan state rocking the Maryland Jersey? Them boys got whooped. That's why. So, uh, Without further ado, bro, let's, let's get right into the game.
0: The atmosphere was great, man. They had like 94% occupancy just to watch their team lose. It was their homecoming. They got real disrespectful with the Terps. And uh, it didn't look too good for them, honestly. We came out. Spanked them. I was in the I was in the crowd. I was at the tailgates. Everybody was super amped. They were like, "I think we I think we got him. I think we can get the Terps." But then you come out, you score that touchdown. Shout out to Sean Greeley. He was a walk on defensive player. wasn't on scholarship until uh, the beginning of last season, and he scored the first touchdown for the Terps, which is amazing to see. You always let us see a walk on who put in the work, like that dude being on special teams. Every special teams unit he can be on, he has done everything he needed to do for the program. He's really a team guy. So to see him score that touchdown. On that uh, flat route was ten out of ten, but um the Terps came out hot. They played really good offensively and defensively. When you look at the stat sheet, nobody like really comes out as like boom. They had a, a show out game on the offensive side at least, but everybody just played really well rounded football. Like the ball was given around to a lot of different people. Even Hemby, Hemby didn't come out and have one of those Hemby type games, but everybody was playing their role, well, and that's they, how you they win definitely
1: games. clicked on on all cylinders. I think one. When you when you're winning, it's it's really hard to complain, right? You know, you, you can get nitpicky, but um, you know, we don't we don't need to do that mm-hmm. all the time. I think we've been doing that a lot the past three weeks. Um, so I think it, it'll be good to focus on the positive because there were so many from mm-hmm. from this Saturday. Um, but like you said, I I do want to see Hemby get get more touches. When you when you have a guy who's just so gifted, obviously you got a, You got a deep running back room. You got guys who have a lot of different skill sets that they bring to the table um but when you have someone as good as as himby i i do want him to get the ball especially you know what two touches in the first half um you know like i said we were we were cooking so it's yeah, yeah like it, it's really or, hard to complain but at the same time you know like hey when i got that guy put put the ball in his hands you know what i'm saying let let him cook and uh you know i, I would like to see them do that a little bit more but at the same time Bro, when, when the offense is rolling like that, especially the way they were early, you know, broke out to a, a massive lead, it's it's hard to complain. Now, on the defensive side of the ball, we had we did take that next step yesterday in terms of bro, getting the ball up off of off of the offense. Yes. Now we did get one, we forced one fumble at the end on um on special teams. So, you know, what four turnovers defensively, that's that's huge. Because at the end of the day, every time you take the ball away, you literally just erased a team's opportunity to to get an end zone. You erased all the momentum they might have had leading up to that. And what we were doing is we were just we were snowballing them. Offense was driving down the field, score, take the ball away. Now we score again, and then it's just a team feels defeated. And when you turn the ball over five times in a game, you're gonna win, man. Like it's it's honestly you you have to lose the game yourself uh, when you get five takeaways. So that that part is great to yeah. see, and that that kind of built off of last week getting our first takeaways, um, and that's something. As long as we keep that going moving forward, it's it's going to be hard to lose. It's just it's just really good to see.
0: Yeah, getting those sacks and those TFLs. I think we had about three team sacks and six TFLs, and we yeah, had three inter- so. three interceptions, right? Something like that. Like when you when you play in defense like that, it's really hard to lose. And you put the offense in good field position. When you do things like that, you get, you get an interception or you get a sack deep in their, uh, in their territory. Then the ball gets turned over. And now it's a short field for the offense, which is talented to score. These are all things that play off of each other. So it's good sound football on all cylinders. And that's why they came out with the dub and they held. Not a doubt. Now,
1: obviously we know the Terps go as Talia goes. So, you know, we, we talked each week about how he's been playing. Um, mm-hmm. What's your opinion on just how he played yesterday? And, and yeah. hey, where where would you like to see him keep progressing? Because uh, I mean, he's leading the Big Ten in like every category. I think passing yards, touchdowns. I don't want to be wrong, but I think like passer rating too. So he's killing it. I'm not we're not, not going to take nothing from him. But where would you where would you like to see him continue to grow?
0: Um. I want to see him make some more like down the field throws. I know he has a hell of an arm and I know he can get it down there, um, but that ties into the the offensive line pass protection as well. But he's just really been playing within his frame. He only threw one pick this previous week against Michigan state. Um, we could eliminate that, but you don't want to be too nitpicky at the end of the day. A dub is a dub. He had really good. Um, he was like a 78.9 on his, on his, uh, on his rating as a quarterback he used his feet when he needed to to get out he does a really good job of being elusive he doesn't give up sacks like very rarely he's always circling out oh and another thing that he did really good this week was like he just didn't like throw the ball down the field when he needed to he threw the ball at the ground he threw the ball away and just lived to play another down so I think that's the improvement that he's been making in the the past couple of games that he's played but I definitely want to see him be more of a playmaker and Really show people that he's yeah, an elite I think, passer. Like, bro,
1: the, the reality of it is, like, you look at the Big Ten. He's he's far and away the most gifted thrower of the football. And he also has really good weapons. So it's mm-hmm. like, I just want to see him use that to the max. Like, bro, we, we talked about it just on and on. He's got every yeah. record in the books for the University of Maryland. He gonna, he's going to be so far and away the, the best quarterback that we've ever had statistically that it's going to be hard to see anyone catching him. Uh, but I just want to see him get to that truly elite level consistency. Yeah. Now, the one interception he threw, what hurts about it in terms of just looking at, you know, understanding where you are in a game and, and how some plays just mean a little bit more through that interception in the red zone. Like we were in, the, I think we were at like the ten yard mm-hmm. line, you know, about to score. So you don't want to see a, a bad decision or a rush decision take points off the board because in a in a close game, you know. Take away that take away that interception, yeah. we get three points. Now we beat Penn State on the road, or or something you know something like that, in a, in a really tight game against a high level opponent. Um, you just yeah. want to see high level decision making because you know at the same time that Talia is extremely gifted, he's also a veteran. He's he's been in these moments. He's he's seen all these plays, so you want to see yeah. his decision making be elite at all times because uh, you just never know the play that's going to be the difference between a win and a loss. So. We we get that figured out. You know, that's that's really the the worst decision he's made yeah. all season long. And I mean, given the scope of the game, it wasn't that big of a deal, right? But um you just wanna see him, you know, just be smart, man. Just you know, take what the defense is giving you. Uh that's that's part of of being a high level quarterback. Is sometimes you gotta know you just you just can't win them all. Um, and I think he'll figure that out, he'll get that corrected. And, you know, mm-hmm. moving forward, it's gonna it's gonna be a sight to see because I mean look at it. We're four and oh. Kind of talked about it. Uh we got Indiana coming up. Now, you know, Indiana's gone through some some bumps and bruises. They're they're two and two. You know, just not a not a lot from them. Uh, but then after that game, what happens? We shift into October and the schedule gets real. We got Ohio State. Now it's time to see what <laughs> these boys are really talking, bro. At Ohio State, at we're five and zero. They just scraped by Northwestern last night. That that game was crazy. But there's there's vulnerability there. I don't. Yeah. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves and, and you know jump right into Ohio State. But let's be real. That's that's the true test, and we're capable of stepping up to the plate and seeing what yeah. we're talking about. So we know when the season gets real. Now you know. Before that, we gotta we, we gotta run through Indiana. We gotta you know get some redemption on them for a couple years ago when they beat us when they shouldn't have. But um, it's it's time it's time to keep it rolling, bro.
0: <laughs> they just came off a of, they just had a four overtime <laughs> four overtime win against uh Akron. I'm like, huh? I seen the score. I said, yeah, what, like, what man. conference is Akron? Shout at? out Maxion. Thir-
1: Thursday Night Football. But uh,
0: <laughs> that's rough. Yeah, yeah, Got- Maxion.
1: They got to do better, better, man. Terps got to come in and steamroll that one. That's at home, too. Let's just get right into the scouting report. Bro, we're already talking about Indiana a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, you said it. You said it. They they barely beat Akron, and their other win is versus FCS Indiana State. They got beat by Ohio State. They got beat by Mm -hmm. who else did they play? I don't even remember they don't look very good. They're not the same Indiana team that was really fighting and being in close games with the big time team. So like honestly and truthfully, right, we're we're kind of looking ahead to Ohio State. The team can't do that, but hey, we're we're the ones who talk about the team. So that's our job. We got to we got to be real about it. What do we need to see yes, this week that's going to give us that confidence <laughs> going into October into the, when the games get real? What do, what do you need to see?
0: I need to see some dominance. We play really sound football against uh Michigan state nine now, now I need to see some playmakers making plays with that sound football so you can really get that perfect medley and then that's how you run the score up That's how you get that fifty piece when you have your playmakers making plays and you're not making you're making minimal to no mistakes. That's a recipe for a very 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 entertaining game. So I just think if they come in if they come in coming home. With indiana don't act like they're scrubs really watch the film critically make the improvements for michigan state and see the, the places where indiana is the most weak then they have the opportunity to really run it up in my personal opinion i want to see him be get some more touches i want to see him make those key catches because he's a versatile running back not just a running back out the backfield but he can also catch passes as well and um yeah i want to see the defense get some more turnovers too because michigan state's offenses they were pretty solid but Indiana, they need to snag some of those. We need a pick. We need a couple more sacks. We need we need all of that. So that's I, what I'm looking for.
1: Agree 100%. I think this week has got to be an utter display of dominance that not necessarily putting fear in Ohio State's heart because, I mean, bro, they're, they're too elite of a program to say we're going to put some fear in their heart. But you got to say, hey, this game next week, this ain't going to yeah. be no pushover. This ain't the same old Maryland from back in the day when, you know, we, we circled them on a the schedule for homecoming. Cause they, mm-hmm. they only beat Indiana 23 to three. Now that was, that was week one. Right. So, you know, they were breaking in a new quarterback. They were, you know, mm-hmm. totally revamped roster from what they've been, you know, in the past for the most part. Um, but it's not like they went out there and other utterly destroyed them. Now, if we go and do that and like I, you know, like we said, they mm-hmm. barely scraped by against Notre Dame yesterday, got blessed because Notre Dame couldn't get 11 guys on the field on the most important play in the last 20 years of their program. Crazy, but
0: they smoked it. They smoked it. Notre Dame being Notre Dame. You know,
1: it's not, Mm -hmm. there's not, there's certainly nothing for the Terps to be afraid of. It's, we go out, you know, against Indiana, dominate all three phases. Like you said, consistently take the ball away, make big plays down the field with, with all these receivers, bro. Prather seems to be getting more and more confidence by the week. They got chambers involved last week. And it seems like he's, Healthy mm-hmm. now, which I know, you know, there was kind of some some bumps with that going along. Jay Sean is a big play waiting to happen. And then, like we talked about, we got Deiches, who's consistent as ever. And we got three running backs in the backfield, who all three can make a big play at literally any point in time. You got to go out and dominate. You got to go out and run the score up. And mm-hmm. last thing that we didn't really talk about is you got to stay healthy. Um, we need every single one of our dogs to be going in Ohio State. Uh, in October yeah. to to win this football game, so that's really the last and final key to say, hey, how do we do what we need to do? But at the same time, be be ready for next week. Uh, you know, obviously that that falls on the coaching staff more than the players, right? Like players got to go out and win the game. You can't be worried about next week, but the staff knows where they're at. They they realize what's at stake um, and the opportunity that they have in front of them. So, you know, how do you best manage that and and take that? into, you know, getting ready to to do what needs to be done moving forward.
0: I agree. What do you think they need to do defensively going into this game? Because we always usually talk about – how the offense is doing, what they are and aren't doing, but is there anything that you feel like you saw in the Michigan game, Michigan State game, rather that can be improved or things that need to consistently be? I think there you just gotta take week? take
1: that these incremental steps that the defense has been making. Um, I don't think at any point in time is this defense gonna be like a, a shutdown stonewall stone wall type of defense where, hey, we get on the field, we don't we don't give up yards. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you're gonna have to bend, but but not break. That's just the reality of football. Um, and that's the reality of knowing what kind of team you have. So as long as they continue to take the ball away and, and make those splash plays, um, you know, getting negative yardage plays. Yeah. Getting negative yardage plays on first and second. And down, not get hot.
0: That's,
1: that's <laughs> huge. You know, like Jeez, Le-Nage. Le-Nage. has been great in the run game. The last couple of games, he's been consistently getting TFLs, making, making big hits. Jay Sean is a big play waiting to happen, whether it's rushing off the edge or, or playing inside linebacker, you know, Chasing guys around in coverage, he's he's basically all over the field. Um, but the DBs keep keep doing what they're doing, man. I think they looked they looked as good as they have in a long time against Michigan State. Uh, they really were not giving up a lot. You know, there was there was some there was some holes here and there, um, and there was a couple of Michigan State drops that kind of you know helped make things you know be a little more comfortable than maybe they should have been. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, you, you you clear those little holes up, you you take that next step, and you just keep playing consistent as guys gain confidence. That's when you start to see, you know, the, the maximum capability of, of their play. What, what can they really do, uh, when it's all clicking and, and now is the time for it all to be clicking for the, for the team and specifically for the defense. Um, so Indiana is a perfect game to really set that up and everybody be feeling yeah. great moving into next week.
0: You catch a pick like he did, you gonna get hot. Bro, gonna, hey, run that joint into this? bro, I didn't even because that was treacherous. I
1: didn't even think
0: about it. So the wild part, i mean, I he
1: didn't it. even get caught, but he got sniped out of the sky, like, like you know, you know the Buffalo Wild Wings commercials where they're like, "Hey, we don't, yeah. we don't want the game to end yet," and they they stick the uh press the button that makes the dang um, what's it called, the sprinkler pop out and hit his foot that. It must have been a sprinkler <laughs> on on Michigan State's field yep. or something, bro. Because that that's as bad as it gets, especially in college. Because in college, you know they don't have to they don't have to touch you. Yeah, they don't Man. have to touch you to be down. So as soon six, as you fall, it's six. over, bro. Yes, he messed up the highlight of his life.
0: I'm pogoing. Oh, my gosh. Yes, that was a beautiful pick bro, you, to the you crib. and he That, just that says, can't
1: happen, man. That's, that's so it's embarrassing. <laughs> the, the the coaches are going to be clowning you in the film room. You already know, walking in. you go, He's going to walk in the film room, bro, and the defensive staff going to be sitting there, and the play is going to be on pause. And everybody going to be sitting there knowing exactly what play that is, and they're going to be like, all right, yep. he what happened right here, bro? And he's just going to be – Hey, he he, he just going to be sitting there like, coach, bro, again, like, we got to go through this again. Yes, man. You you fell on the highlight of the year. The highlight of your football career. Man, bro. The ant. So, hey. The ant said, come somebody here. Somebody came up on the ground and like, grabbed, buddy, because that was crazy. Like, it just doesn't happen like that. So that's. I, f- I feel for Buddy because he just tripped, but at the same time, bro. you Heavy cannot week. let that happen. But, uh, bro, thinking about just where the team <laughs> is at, like, in general, realistically, oh, loving it. I think all the things like we it. talked about from from preseason through now, nothing has deterred them from the road to get everything they set out for. You want a Big Ten championship? That's right there in front of you on the table. Now, you got some obstacles coming up. Same ones you've known that were going to be there from the very beginning. But what you got for a prediction, bro, that you saying at the end of the season, based on where they're at right now, every encompassing everything we've seen, what you're saying, this team can do
0: this. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So they they 4-0 right now. Mm-hmm. How many games we got left? We got about eight games left, right? So you look at the schedule. It's almost scheduled perfectly because you mm-hmm. got Indiana, then you got Ohio State, right? Then you got Illinois, Northwestern, then you got Penn State. Then you got Nebraska, then you got Michigan. You finish with Rutgers, which we always usually finish with. Eight games or 4-0. and The Terps got to come through and beat two out of mm-hmm. three of those premier teams in the Big Ten, if they want to really have a shot at being at being in a Big Ten championship. If they beat one out of the three, then it's gonna be like, oh wow, we're making progress. Maybe we're next season. If they beat three out of we're the three-big ten championship by all means. We talk the playoff, they, they win beat three realistically. That's what I'm saying. But if they beat two out of the three, yeah, literally two out of the three, I think, I think that's an opportunity to really Really make some shake in this uh, in this all uh, in this postseason rather going into into bowl play. So I'm excited, honestly. I just think first step is beating Indiana. Like every week, they it seems like they're really focused, bro. Week after week, they're just focused on the team at hand. And they were focused on Michigan State. They got that done. Next is Indiana. They're gonna handle that, and then they're gonna get ready for Ohio State and just play sound football. That's what I'm looking forward to. But I, I can see the Turps really. I think my my uh prediction Without was now. is is might might be closer than a lot of us expected for real for real because we 4-0 right now. We got eight games left, man. I think we can definitely get like six out of the eight or seven now, out of the bro, eight. I'm, I'm looking at it right, and we'll just see. the
1: way everything's playing out, and we we gotta look at like we said, Ohio State, they've they're undefeated. It's, there's no doubt about that. They got some weapons but they also have shown a little bit more vulnerability than maybe they have in the past. Michigan's looked good. Michi- mm. I-, I wouldn't say Michigan has shown any holes. Yep. Their running game is as strong as ever. They're just now going to get hardball back. So, uh, you know, there's a chance they could mm-hmm. keep ascending. Penn state has looked yep. good. Now uh, I watched the Illinois game cause I'm an Illinois, you know, alum as well. Um, but They showed some holes in that game. Now, now Illinois couldn't really take advantage of it, but I don't, I don't, Illinois doesn't have the caliber of team we have um this year. So they they really couldn't they couldn't they couldn't you know mm-hmm. finish when they needed to. But uh here actually matter of fact I got this green bay hat on because they won a crazy game today. Shout out shout out the Packers. But uh I'm gonna go ahead and put this this Terps hat on real quick. <laughs> I'm committing. I'm committing. Now He's hey, in. This, He's in. this is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I predicted nine and three coming into the year, right? Now 9-3, and three, 100%, is the is the floor of this team now. 4-0. Mm-hmm. Oh, we 4-0. Oh. I say, going into the Michigan game, yeah. we have one loss. Whether that's, whether that's Penn State or Ohio State, I'm not 100% sure yet. I'm going to save that part of the prediction for next week after I see how we come out of this Indiana game and, you know, get to measure it all up, but we have one loss. We So we've beaten Penn State or Ohio State. Both of those teams also have one loss. And we know after after we play Michigan, Michigan mm-hmm. got to play Ohio State. And that game's a toss-up. So Ohio State could beat Michigan, mm-hmm. and then Michigan have at least yeah. one loss. That's if we don't beat them. Then they would have two losses. So with all that being said, I predict there's a realistic chance that going into week 12, there's a three-way tie for the Big Ten East because if if we beat Ohio State, say we lose to Penn State, we have one we have one Big Ten loss. We beat Michigan.
0: I'd flip it. I think I, I see us beating Penn but having a really close competitive game against Ohio state at Ohio state. Cause they, we both going to be undefeated going into that game. Just speaking forwardly, we're both going to be undefeated stadium, going to be packed. It's going to be an atmosphere well, at I'm Ohio dry. state. It's they're mm-hmm. probably going to ship that game to like, prime time, especially if we do what we needed, what we need to do against uh, against Indiana. So I think it's going to be a real close game. It's going to be fun to watch, but I don't know. Penn, uh, Ohio State might come out and shine in, in that time, but then we're going to take them bruises. We're going to put that whooping on Illinois, put that whooping on Northwestern and then come out Penn State at home and get that dub. That's what I think. No, I think that's how it, it's going to It, it definitely could be a toss-up, uh, but we'll,
1: we'll, we'll, we'll get more into O State after, after we uh, dub Indiana. Mm-hmm. But like I said, there's there's a lot to work with. And when teams come off those emotional victories, especially ones that they realistically shouldn't have had, like, like O O state got over Notre Dame, there can tend to be a Mm -hmm. letdown at some point in time. And who better to take advantage of that letdown than Mm us? I'm not certain it's going to happen, but there's 100% a chance. So the, the emphasis is on there. Realistically could be a three-way tie three teams with one, Big 10 loss going into that last week fighting f- for a chance at a big 10 championship game, um, which would be like a dream season for the university of Maryland. Right. It'd be everything coach Loxley talked about at media days. It'd be everything Talia looked for in transitioning from Bama to Maryland, building the program up from, from being a team that just couldn't get over that hump. Um, and it's all on the horizon for him. So, Without even we haven't even really gotten into it. Are we gonna be ranked this week or next week? Actually, I guess will the rankings have come out today. Did I miss did I miss the AP rankings?
0: We're not gonna be ranked. We're not gonna be ranked until after uh what you call it. Oh, if we were to beat Ohio State, then we'd be ranked. Us beating Indiana won't make I mean, us you can't. If you you can't
1: like not be ranked though at, <laughs> at five and no. It's not like we're, you know, three weeks into the c- yeah, yeah. I mean, three weeks. 3 weeks into in the, the season, 10, okay, too, they yeah. can, you know, they can leave you out yeah. of the rankings. You talking about 5 and 0 multiple Big 10 games.
0: Oh yeah, you're yeah, right. I mean, hey. Yeah, you're right. We're I don't care ranked. where they the rank us. As long as they put some in respect
1: on our name, let's see. So, right now, we we received 20 votes. So that would put us at 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31st. You, I mean, at the at the back of these rankings, you got Fresno State at twenty five, Kansas at twenty four, mm-hmm. Missouri at twenty three. They just came off a, a pretty good win. Florida at twenty two. I mean, you got what three SEC teams in the one, two, three, four SEC teams in the twenty through twenty five area. We hit five and zero. They got to put us in there, um, and that's you know that's without considering any of those teams losing mm-hmm. the game because all all those teams are going to start playing each other at some point, right? Conference. Conference play gets real, so it's gonna be interesting to see, man. But yeah. we we got a we got a nice a nice middle to end of the season lining up for this football team, and I'm really excited to see what happens. <laughs>
0: we are gonna see, man. I'm excited, <laughs> and a lot of people losing too. Mm-hmm. We got uh, what you call it, Colorado lost. They were 19th. UCLA 22 lost. 14 Oregon State loss, Iowa 24 lost. So it's like you gotta kind of start moving the turps up as we get better and better, as we get rank, rank those wins. So we'll see what we'll see what the rankings are. But at the end of the day, a dub is a dub. We're going into this week trying to get another Without dub. a doubt. We're just gonna stack.
1: I see it on the table for us, man. It's it's all lining up. Uh I really just can't wait to see. Now, obviously, we but we had we had talked about it a little bit earlier. Um but what, what would be the worst example, personal or not, that you've ever seen of somebody running, they got a wide open play like like he had on the interception, and either they, they got hawked down, they blew a tire, mm-hmm. got got sniped by the turf monster. I don't know. what What's what's the worst example you've ever seen of that? Because I, I know a few like that I've seen personally. It ain't never happened to me. I'm going to say that. It, it ain't never happened to me. And I'm not a very fast mm-hmm. guy. But I ain't ever been hawked in, yeah. in the open field like that. Thankfully, <laughs> don't nobody don't nobody come get me next season in the spring when I get a pick. Mm. But uh, what's the, what's the worst you've seen?
0: I think it was that Byron one, and we we talked about that one already and how egregious egregious that was specifically. But um, I guess I could talk about like uh, what the what the atmosphere was at Michigan State. Um, I think it was great for me to kind of flip the perspective. Usually I'm used to at halftime, all the fans walking out of the Maryland stadium, you know, and all of the fans in in the stands at Maryland games, like, Oh, you know, another year, you know, it felt so good to sit in the stands amongst a sea of green, including my own family and to see how disappointed those fans were that Maryland was doing exactly what they were supposed to do. It almost felt like a dream. I'm like, am I literally watching Maryland play? Right now, they making big plays. I'm jumping up. I'm like, let's go. And then I look <laughs> around me, and everybody's like, bro, who whose man is this? Who brought this? My brother you My you brother grabbed me territory. like, hey, chill up, bro. Chill up. <laughs> but, hey, it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling, and I hope that we can continue to have that feeling as a Turks fan this year, man. We got to go into Indiana, get this home dub, then go into Ohio State. And get that away, Dub, and nah, keep bro. I didn't. From I there. didn't even that's, think about that because, like,
1: say. obviously, bro. You play football for so long—high school, college, professionally, <laughs> or whatever. Like, you never, you never get to experience the the fan perspective. So I, I don't really th- feel like we can relate to it. Like, you hear stories about the tailgating. You hear stories about, you know, coming into yeah. the game. You like you said, sit sitting in enemy territory in front of you know however many thousands of fans. Of the other team, and you got a red Mm -hmm. shirt on, and you just like, yeah, my my team finna 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 do it to y'all today. You know what I'm saying, like, bro. And I I experienced that a couple times going to Christian. My brother play like (laughs) we went to Miami, and they don't they don't really have crazy fans. Like it's not the same as college fans. But we're sitting there in the middle of the Dolphins family section because my boy hooked me up with the tickets. But I got the I got the number nine green Green Bay jersey on, and. They get a big play. I stand up. Everybody looking at me like, man, if you gonna sit your butt down, and, you know they are getting all aggressive. And I'm like, hey, we came here to win. Like, what y'all <laughs> talking about? And so it's it's definitely a different perspective, bro. Just get getting to, to immerse yourself in that fan experience, especially like, bro, you were at homecoming, so I know they had extra alums there. You know, everyone,
0: mm-hmm. bro. I see that. I was on the field and everything. Only person in the Maryland gear on the, on the Michigan yeah, State like, sideline. It was like, bro, I hear. You. They're like, but I who, wasn't who thinking gave that him scoreboard the sideline. Was Speaking at the, end
1: of the game, man, he he in the, he in the wrong spot. And you're like, yeah, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> we got y'all, <laughs> bro. That's that's what it's about though, and that and exactly. that's cool. Bro. As you get older, you get to experience like that that other perspective. Just removing yourself from the game, but still being able to engage with your passion is. It's really special, bro, and hopefully I can get to a college game pretty soon. I need need to get to a Maryland one. We uh, we hey, we gotta do it, man.
0: Yeah. But a there, uh, uh,
1: another good show, man. You know, appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, Terps are four and zero. Couldn't couldn't be happier with where we where we're sitting right now. As y'all can see from what we've said, we you know got us a good one lined up with Indeed. Indiana, and then it gets real. So, appreciate y'all tuning in. We will catch y'all next week after we get this dub against Indiana. See you later.
0: Deuce.